on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Does my boyfriend garage boy need to ask my dad's permission before he proposes to me? My God. Like, is that, is that important? Is I'm that sorry. still a thing? I just had a moment. Jess is like my younger sister. And just even those words coming out of your mouth, I'm like, oh, we're there, aren't we? Well, okay. Let's, honestly, well, let's all, I mean... I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. No signs right now that's happening no, anytime soon. No signs. But. And the only reason, the only reason why that this is even coming up is because yesterday I was on the phone with my mom. I think I was on it, like literally talking to her about stuff I needed to get from the grocery store. Like we could have been talking about the moon. I don't know. And then out of nowhere, for no reason, she goes, does Garage Boy know that he needs to ask your dad? for permission before he proposes. And I was like, huh? It's kind of random. Like, no, why? literally, it, like so, so random. And I was like, what do you mean? And okay. she's like, yeah. And I was like, huh? In case you're new to our show, you should know that Jess and her boyfriend, Garage Boy, are definitely in the territory of proposal. You guys have been dating for over two years now. They just celebrated their two-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So like you're in the realm. It's not like you've been dating for two weeks. It's yeah. not, also not like you've been dating for 20 years to where we're not even going to be like thinking it's happening anytime soon. Like you guys are definitely in the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. But did anything spark like, did he say something to your parents? No. Did you say something to your parents? Like nothing. No, I swear to you. Like my mom came out of nowhere, like left field and she's like, do you know that, you know, he needs to talk to your dad? And, and I was like, lot. "Where? okay, well, I just, I just don't know. Like hey, honest, honestly, I swear to you that didn't even come across my mind. And then I got nervous because I was like, well, I didn't even think, I didn't even take into consideration. I didn't think it was a priority. And is he going to get in trouble? Is that like not going to sit well with my family if, if he, he doesn't, doesn't do, that? do it? You know, I, I think that's kind of an antiquated idea. I, and 410-583-1065. I don't know. I feel like there's some wedding trends that have kind of gone out. And I feel like that's probably one of them. It seems like that, that dated back so long ago. Now, when I proposed to my now ex-wife, mm-hmm. uh, I I did. I did go over to her dad's house, and which, by the way, one of the most awkward moments in a young man's life. By yourself? Yeah. And just literally rang the doorbell. They're like, hello, it's and me. And her, her, yeah, literally. Like, can I come in? <laughs> and her stepmom answered the door. Oh. And like, she knew though. Obviously, I was by myself. Yeah. And she knew what I was there for. And then like... He actually wasn't home at the time, so she called me, came home. I was like, so I just wanted to know if I could uh, if I could marry your daughter. I, I don't think it's a thing anymore. I don't think that most families really expect that in 2022. I mean, I don't know. I think just with how involved my dad is, I guess it like, I mean, I could see it making sense, but I feel bad because the thought didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Is that still a thing? Like, is that still a thing for when when someone proposes? Do they still have to go to the... the, the significant the, other. The, the house, yeah, the house of the other significant other and be like, hello, yeah. I'm here to wed your daughter or, or your whoever's son. Asking. Yeah. And I would like to spend the rest of my life with that fair maiden or maiden. It's like, it's like I don't think that's... I just don't think it's really a thing. Do you think Garage Boy needs to talk to Jess's dad before he proposes? Or are we like, nah, that's not a thing. 410-583-1065-31065. Hello, Olivia from Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. Do, do guys still need to do that? Do they still need to like be like, I'd like to, to, to take your daughter's hand and be oh with her God. for the rest of my years? Honestly, in my point of view, I feel like they should. Only because it's kind of respectful, too. And you never know. With, the, like, with how people are now. 
it's like you never know who your daughter or, or son is getting involved with, and you, you just want the best for them, you know? Like, and asking that is just like the little little spark of like oh, of relief. Like, oh, okay, they're marrying someone okay, or I can say no, and, you know, but you know, people almost- are going to go... Yeah, like it's almost a sign of respect, like they care. It's kind of showing your parents that your significant right. other cares about, like, you know, just kind of cares about that, them, that really. Doesn't, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. like 1800s to you guys a little bit? Like, just a, a no, smidge, you I don't know, know, like, I just don't know why dad needs to, like, sign off on it. Like, yep, I, uh, I endorse this. Because dad's the big scary man that will go kill the guy. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. She's okay, not, you're not wrong. wrong. That that actually is a very good point. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Hey, Gabby from Ellicott City. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Jess, I am so disappointed in you. Like, I can't. Why? You preach women empowerment on your show all the time. And here you are saying, okay, yeah, your dad would appreciate this. Like, no, you don't need your dad's permission. Okay. Okay, First of all, I'm not, I don't think that I'm property just because I would like my dad to be involved because I love him and I know how much that would mean to him doesn't mean I think that I can't make my own decisions. That's not what I'm saying here. To to go with your point here though, I mean, is it, is it antiquated? It's not like you're asking garage boy's mom, if you can marry him, you know, like why is well, it? Th- she wouldn't. She wouldn't have needed to do that anyways, because uh, it doesn't matter. Because women don't own property. You know what I mean? Like the antiquated idea. Like I think it's f-ed up that your dad would care about that sort of thing. What? You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Why? Why is it messed up that he would you're care? Not, you're not cattle. You know, you're not his property. He doesn't own you. He, it's not his, like, so, his right. That's not what I'm, not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think it would mean a lot to him to know that my, to know that Garage Boy respects him enough to have that conversation. Well, let's say if my dad didn't like Garage Boy, right? I would still marry him. I wouldn't care. But, like, I think it means a lot to my family and shows how much Garage Boy cares about my family for him to want to do, if he wanted to do that. Like, I'm not saying I can't. But it would be one thing if... Garage Boy was, like, telling your family, and not just, like, telling your dad, but, like, telling your whole family before he told you, you know what I mean? Like, but to yeah. ask for permission, like, I don't, honestly, like, I used, I, I used to, like, love you, and I don't know if I can even listen to this station anymore, because <laughs> this is so disappointing. Okay. Uh, well, th- the thing on that. If the, that's how you feel, I, everyone can have different opinions, I'm so just saying, that's, we don't, that's we don't, totally up to you. We're not trying to lose you over this. Uh, but, uh, okay, no, listen, we, we, we welcome to every call, so thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for calling us today. Yeah. Um, thoughts? I mean... Live your life however you want to feel. That's fine. But I'm not saying I'm cattle by any means. I, I, Irene, good morning. That was horrible. Good I one. mean, that you're 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 asking you're asking the, your father out of respect, and you're showing what family values you have. Am I offending women right now because of like what she told me? Now I'm feeling like <laughs> I literally now. made a mistake and like I'm hurting no. someone because no, I literally I, I did not mean to do that at all. No, absolutely not. And I'm sorry, that's this new way of thinking, which I definitely don't agree with. And, you know, um, especially for me, my father was dead before I got married. Yes. So it would have been great if, you know, my husband could have asked him. But, yeah. you know, that that's just something that, you know, it's out of respect and you do it because yeah. 
you know, even when you're getting married, that shows respect to your wife as well. So we don't think there's any kind of ownership feel because I just don't know if she if her if, if, if the last caller we had was explaining that like I just don't know she basically was like think like saying that I'm looking at myself like a piece of cattle when like I yeah. didn't I looked at it as like just involving my family and then in, in, in a huge Correct. step moving forward in my Correct. life you know what I mean yes that's that's your family value that's what they've taught you and and I feel that I don't think that's a problem still you, sticks you should still stands in 2020. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you. Thank you. Good luck. 410-583-1065. Did I say 2020? I just yeah. said 2020, didn't 2022. I? Sorry. Okay. I'm a little behind. Uh, John from Baltimore City. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think guys or whoever, do we need to ask for a proposal before we propose? Is that like a thing or does that seem antiquated? I think it's not only respectful, but it's it's about a rite of passage, actually. Uh, I have a daughter. I have, and I did this when I when I asked my father-in-law for my wife's hand in marriage. And and again, you know, every father would would greatly appreciate that. But it's also about about the father being the protector for the family. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you know, you know, I think that's the right thing to do. The father wants to know that there's that their daughter is going to the right man. He's going to take care of her and going to respect her. Right. So I think it's very important. So still, even so, and this here's a good question though. Like, why does it not work the other way around too? What do you, you know? Mean? Like, why why wouldn't you have to go to, you know, uh, Garage Boy's family and be like, hey? Oh, like me yeah. asking his mom's permission. John, how do you feel about that? I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a problem at all. I you definitely think it's a level of respect that goes both ways. Absolutely, if, you know, and and the mother should be involved as well. Doesn't Absolutely, the father. Yes, I also. It's a tradition, you know. It's yeah. like the father walks the bride down the aisle, yeah. and he he hands over his daughter to to the to the groom. You know, it's 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 just a tradition that that needs to be respected. There's a certain level of of quality in that. You know. Sure. Thanks, John. Appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. Love you. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. One more sleep. One Let's more sleep. Start it like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, one more. This time tomorrow, we'll be celebrating the fact that it's Friday. Woo! And just taking a deep breath because mm-hmm. you made it through another freezing cold week. Yes. In the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock club, what's going on? Welcome. So glad you're here. This is brought to you, by the way, by Highs. Glad to have you guys on board for uh, the wake up. This is what this is. We just say anybody that's awake here in Maryland, you're part of the six o'clock club and you deserve a little extra credit because it's not easy, especially when it's 15 degrees outside in Mount Washington. I know. Anybody else reading lower than 15 degrees in their car right now? Oh my goodness. 15 degrees driving in this morning. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Text us and we'll shout you out. Veronica, good morning. Lori is here. Kenny from PA. Sarah and Stu, good morning. LG, the sassy scientist. Chuck E, hope-a-dope, hello. Josie and PA, delightful Debbie. Terrence, good morning. Hope, hello. Canton Curtin, Canton Karen. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Darren, the flight attendant, good morning. Yeah. Uh, Carol, our, bar, uh, our pharmacy tech in Baltimore, good morning. Stephanie Lynn is here. Sexy Dan. Kyle from Oakland. Manor. Good morning. Joey, the science teacher. Hello. Um, he says, uh, is there a chance of snow tonight? I'll actually get you updated in the Baltimore top three because I've been looking into that this morning. Um, who else is up with us? Uh, Baltimore VA Medical Center. Happy CRNA week. Yeah. Good morning. Lisa is here. Rico, the CRNA. Good morning. Sherry from Severn. Annabelle and her mommy in Haber de Grace. Hello. Jess R. from Westminster, Beck Beck, Tiffany and Bel Air, beautiful Beverly, Faith and Violetville, Stephanie in Nottingham, Adrian, 
Anthony in Catonsville. Good morning, Annabelle in South Baltimore. Uh, Joey and the Dirty Dina. Good morning. Everybody's up. Yeah, I love, love that. 410-583-1065. Do you ever feel like your partner puts you into traps? And like once you're in there, there's no way you're getting out? Because mm. my radio partner did that to me yesterday. Uh, uh, let's <laughs> correction. I put my boyfriend, Garage Boy, in a trap. You willingly walked, <laughs> walked in. Into it. You, saw you the asked trap. to play. That wasn't for you. That was for me and Garage Boy. So I found this. I keep calling it a card game. It's not a game. I'd say it's an exercise. I saw this card exercise on Instagram, and what caught me is this video of this couple crying, and I was like, ooh, interesting. So basically, I'm like, what's this? First off, why? I feel like anybody (laughs) would have seen that and been like, I don't want to purchase this. Anyone would have been like, I see trauma. Let's keep scrolling. I'm like, put me in a place. I'm in. Who are these people? Tell me all your secrets. And I'm watching this, and it's like this uh, card game filled with just questions of like just deep, intimate things about your life, and it like really, it can kind of, you know, put stuff on the line. Yeah. You know, you find out deep things about your partner. So I'm telling Kramer about this, and he's like, I want to play. We should play. We should tell- like, First up, you're right. I should have said we should not play. And I told you, I was like, I don't want to. If you want to do this, like this is completely on you. This is your decision if you want to play that game. So we played it on our Uncensored podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was just... It was very raw. It was very raw. But uh, there was just one question that, uh, talking about insecurities. The question for me was, what's the one insecure? Or it's for Jess, but from me, it was like, yeah. what's the what's my what's the one insecurity of mine that drives you crazy or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so raw, y'all. Yeah. This episode is pretty long too. It's like forty five minutes. Yeah. If you want to check it out, Kramerandjess.com. Also, you can just search Kramer and Jess Uncensored on the Odyssey app. That's where you get your podcast. Just wherever you get your podcast. It's on there as well. So yeah. if you want to hear a little bit of tension first thing in the morning, that's where you can check that out. <laughs> now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Weather forecasters are predicting that a nasty nor'easter is on its way. The Weather Prediction Center says the heaviest snow is likely in New England, but heavy snow is also possible farther down the I-95 corridor in spots like New York City and Washington, D.C. That could possibly affect us as well this weekend. 12 to 18 inches of snow is expected in Boston and south and east into parts of Rhode Island and Cape Cod. But what does that mean for us? So cold temperatures will stay for the rest of the week. Shocker, I know. Followed by a potential for snow Friday into Saturday morning. The severity of the snow in your area all depends on how the storm hugs the coastline. But the heaviest snowfall will take place around areas in the eastern shore. But just be prepared for hazardous road conditions tomorrow morning because it's going to get icy tonight. Look at you. You sound like a real weather reporter. Literally, like, who am I? I don't even know. <laughs> like, WBAL, hit me up. What's up? No, when, when Jess starts like... 45, I don't know what to say. What do you want from me? I don't know. Because you're not like a, you're not a meteorologist. No, but now I'm like into this you're stuff because yeah, I, I need tell. I need to know. Just when the football season is over, she goes from Ravens obsession right into weather obsession. I have a weird like addictive personality, yeah. so it's either weather or football for yeah. me. Is it number two? Today, January 27th, is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. On this annual day of commemoration, the UN urges every member state to honor the victims of the Nazi era and to develop educational programs to help prevent future genocides. During the course of the Holocaust, six million European Jews, as well as millions of others 
were murdered by the Nazis. And by honoring this day, people reject any denial of the Holocaust as an event and condemn all manifestations of religious intolerance, incitement, harassment, or violence against persons or communities based on ethnic origin or religious belief. It's days like this where I realize how far we have not come in a sense. That was only 80 years ago. You realize that, right? We're not talking about like 5,000 years ago. Mm. It was just literally, there are people listening right now. Yes. I'm sure who were alive during the Holocaust. Or who have family members that were alive. I mean, like, it's, it was not that far removed. Yeah, but that, I mean, what, what you have to keep in mind, though, is like, you know, how can I make a difference? You can make a difference on how you show up in your life well, every course. single day and how you treat everyone of around course. you. I think it's important for us to remember that kind of stuff on days like today. Yeah. You know? Number one. Janet Jackson's documentary, Janet, debuts tomorrow on Friday, and a source claims that Justin Timberlake will make a surprise appearance to talk about the 2004 Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. Janet also opened up about her sometimes difficult relationship with brother Michael Jackson, and she reveals that Michael used to tease her about her weight, calling her names like pig, horse, slaughter hog, and cow. And Janet goes into detail about he contributed to her body image issues, saying, quote, he would laugh about it and I'd laugh too, but there was somewhere down inside that it would hurt. Janet airs in two parts on Friday and Saturday and will debut on both A&E and Lifetime. Did you do that too? Well, I don't, you weren't a fat kid growing up. But I yes, feel, I was. Were you fat? Yeah, I just don't talk about it. Oh, well. But I was. Feel free to join in the conversation if you'd like. Go on. Um, yeah, like I was a fat kid and I, you kind of have to laugh along. Because, like, it's the only way to kind of get to the joke sometimes. I mean, I didn't laugh. Suck. I definitely would cry. But I feel like sometimes, yeah, if, like, you're, especially, like, when you're that young in a school setting and you're getting made fun of in front of other people. That's what I'm you don't want to, like, cry of in front course. of everyone. So you just go along with the crowd. And also, it's, like, not just other kids in third grade. It's, like, Michael Jackson calling yeah. you fat. Like, come on. Oh, poor Janet. That kid's so mean, man. I I, don't I'm know. actually super curious. That's the Lifetime one, right? Yeah. Life, yeah. A&E so. and Lifetime. So tomorrow and Saturday, it'll be two parts. Cool. Excited to watch it. This is Jess. Let's do back Thursday. Thursday for today. Yay! Jess's favorite segment. <laughs> the yes. reason she shows up for work on Thursday. Thanks for coming in, Jess. No problem. As simple as looking back at the number one songs in Maryland in previous years. Also, I'll take you to a moment in pop culture history that also happened today. Mm-hmm. All right, Jess, let's get in our time machine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. 2015, the number one song in Maryland was Uptown Funk. Don't believe me, just why. Why did I not realize? Still a banger. Will always be a banger. This is not a Bruno Mars song, though. I didn't realize it was a Mark Ronson song with Bruno Mars. I always assumed it was. No, it's a collab. It's it's on his album as, like, his song with Mark Ronson. Okay. Well, it's listed here as a Mark Ronson song featuring Bruno Mars. I mean, whatever. Uh, All right. Go way back further than that. 2006, the number one song in Maryland was Grills. Oh, my God. Let me see your what? Your grill. Your your grill. What year was this? This was 2006. Mm -mm. I was graduating college. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's so funny because it's like one of those songs that I'd argue... Like, music back in the day was so much better. And then I listened to music back in the day, and I'm like, whoa. No, <laughs> okay. I literally, no, I literally, how was I? I think I was 12 singing this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Just, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. So, what was I doing? 2001, the number one song in Maryland today was Usher, and you got it bad. Oh, man. My heart, y'all. Can you please tell the story with this song? Yeah. 
So my dad and I, uh, when my when my parents were separated and he was like living his life, my dad had this like like really like thick Mac computer when they're just like massive and they had yeah. had this like weird little like tiny mic that would come like out stem like stem yeah. mic right and so he would sing one part and then I would sing one part like he'd be getting ready for the day and he'd come and like sing the part and then I'd be like somebody got it bad when you say that you love <laughs> still know every lyric you really, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. had no idea what you were singing good times were. good times how old were you in 2001 oh 10 yeah yeah, yeah. there you go all right, today in uh, 1997, we got blessed with a musical hit that I don't think anybody saw coming. If I told you that Will Smith was going to release a, uh, a new rap song in the year of 1997, because like Summertime, he had a lot of great hits back in the day. Took a little yeah. break, came back with a yeah. song called Getting Jiggy With It, okay? And <laughs> I feel like we forget about that man. Like we musically, don't he, he, musically, musically, we got to show him some respect. I mean, come on. I, I think he may want to forget about this time period as well. No, I love it. Because I did listen. I love summertime. I love all the songs that came out like a little bit before this. And don't get me wrong, I still like this is my jam. Yeah. I went out and bought Big Willie style. Let's not get it confused. Yeah, okay? yeah. So, little insight behind this song. First off, there's a lot of controversy of what does getting jiggy with it actually mean. Jess, like, what do you think getting jiggy with it? You know, maybe during the day I, I see it on the dance floor, and at nighttime I see it in the bedroom. You know what's so funny? That's actually exactly right. The two different things. Getting really? jiggy with it can be, like, the way you dress and style yourself, or it can totally. be, obviously, you know, getting it on as well. Yeah. Uh, he actually won a Grammy for this song. He Best did? rap solo performance. The year before that, he won another Grammy for the same award, which was what, Jess? A year before? Yep. Summertime. Name it a nope. No? Nope. Another, like, super cheesy Will Smith song. With him and Jazzy Jeff? Nope. What it was, was based it? on a movie. Oh, from from um, yeah. Men in Black? <laughs> just, just held her finger up like she had. The like the thingy? <laughs> Yeah, so he also won for uh, Men in Black. It was today, January 27th, that song came out. You feel a little crazy doing it? Perfect. We want to know everything. It's Talk Me Out of It with Kramer and Jess. Yes. Going to be an open-minded segment today, Jessica. Always. Talk Me Out of It. This is how it works. As we just said, is there anybody listening in Maryland right now that's like... You're on the fence about doing something. And you think it's kind of crazy, possibly. But like crazy in a good way? Like yeah. crazy enough to work? Or like crazy, this could end detrimentally? Mm-hmm. We just wanted you to call us up. And we promise to keep you anonymous in this. And that's exactly what we're going to do as I put her on the voice disguiser. Hey, anonymous, good morning. Good morning. All right, so what's this idea? I'm in love with my best friend, and I want to stop their wedding. Wow. My heart. Okay. Uh, oh, my heart well, just dropped Well, who, so is, who is this guy? Well, we kind of grew up on the same block. Both of our families just know each other. We yeah. spend holidays together. We grew up together playing in the park, and he's always been kind of like my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's always been there. Yeah. So I never really thought about him, because he was always just there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like so, how how you know, close, I guess, how close are you guys? He's like my best friend, you know? We we spend a lot of time together. He tells me about all his, you know, his girlfriends and whatnot. And um, I tell him about all my boyfriends. And, you know, we we actually hang out more together more than we hang out with our, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends. So we're really, really close. So then how's yeah. this whole wedding situation come into play? It's coming up fast. Um, it's going to be uh, Valentine's Day. 
And so, like, I'm getting butterflies in my stomach because, you know, I've been invited. I've been real, really supportive up until this point. But I feel like, you know, I'm going to, I feel like our relationship is going to change forever. And I kind of feel like we should be getting married and not him and his fiance. So when did that switch happen for you? It started when he got engaged. Okay. Um... I really didn't, you know, he's he's a ladies' man, so I really didn't see it coming, and I didn't think this one would be any different. Yeah. I mean, I was giving him advice about how to win her over and everything, you know? I'm the best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as the best friend, that's kind of your role, right? Yeah. So, what's different about this one? It, it kind of, it really caught me off guard, and um, yeah, that's when I started really reconsidering my feelings. How do you, why do you think this would be a thing? Like, if you guys were, don't you feel like it would happen by now if, like, either of you wanted it to happen? And now he's engaged to somebody else. Well, I kind of feel like maybe both of us have been a little shy to say anything. To ruin the friendship. Yeah, so we don't want to. We don't want to ruin, you know, what we have. So you you felt this way then, but you just don't want to say. You didn't want to say it in the past. I never really thought about it until I felt like I was gonna miss the opportunity. Until he, so. until he it kind of okay. was like solidified that you might lose him. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh my god, kind of thing. Yeah. So okay. then, what do you what do you want to do? What's what's your idea? Well, I want to call him up and tell him how I feel and see if there's a chance for us. I'm Oof. so really scared though. Yeah, I bet. Jess, thoughts? <laughs> I okay. feel like. If you um, if you think that without telling him it's going to be the biggest regret of your life, then if that's something that you want to do, okay. But you also have to be okay with the fact of not being able to be in his life anymore. Yeah. Like I think you just have to understand that because if he if he does not feel that way about you, it wouldn't be appropriate to still have you around in his new marriage. You, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's the fear here that I have too. It's like if you say something, I I feel like this. I feel like the window's shut. I feel like you had I don't know how old you guys are, but you had X amount of years to say something, you didn't, and so now I feel like we have to kind of talk you out of this because it's it's almost disrespectful to him, like to his wedding and like what kind of pressure would that be to him? You know, yeah. so, uh, I still my vote is to talk you out of it. Uh, Four ten five eight three. 1065. Do you think this is a good idea or do we need to talk anonymous out of this? Hey, Yvonne, good morning. Good morning. Calling us from Delaware, huh? Hi. Yes, sir. That's cool. One of our neighbors. Hey, what do you, what do you think? You're, you're in a similar situation like this? Yeah, it was a long time ago and I was telling Jess, I do still love him, mm -hmm. um, but she can't say anything if she wants to still be in his life. If what? she wants to take a chance, that what we agree will happen, you know, I don't know. Well, tell us about because your situation. What happened with you? Mm -hmm. He married someone else. So you, you did, you, who, who was this guy? Just like, like, a, like a, a friend? How'd you know a, him? The same scenario. Okay. Grew up with, with him? Like she, that she described. I had families uh -huh. together. Uh, we did things socially together. But. He, I don't think he felt the same way, but I did, I don't, he would have never married me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but you did, but I, you did say something. 
Well, not when he got engaged, I didn't. Oh, so you've never told him, and you're just keeping it inside, but you guys are still friends. Yes, we are different friends now since he's married. I kind of backed off. Right. Yeah. Do you wish because you would have said know. something, though? Because this is actually a great... I'm, I'm so glad you called because... Like, how do you feel yeah. now? Well, the challenge is I still love him. Yeah. But um, I, I feel okay because it is what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've kind of come to peace with it at least. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's really good to hear. I'm really glad you called today. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. Uh, Rebecca from White Marsh, good morning. Hey, good morning. So, do we, uh, does she go through with this or do we talk her out of it? She's got to do it. She's oh. got to go through with it. Really? Clearly, like, she's his best friend, but she has got to be with him. And, you know, if she's in love with him, like, she can't go, she can't, she can't not do this. Like, she owes it to him. She owes it to herself. Um, also, he's probably in love with her, right? You think so? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, you guys never say how they feel. Like, you know what I mean? They're so dumb sometimes. Well, why would uh, he? Why would he propose to somebody? This is this is the part that I'm scratching. No, he's head like over, right? uh, like literally about to get into a full on marriage in weeks. Why would he be best friends with this girl? If he wasn't also like in love with her, you know what I mean? Like, guys aren't in love. Like, guys don't aren't friends with women you know uh, like i don't i, I don't, don't know. know that i i don't know that that's true so I you think know. you think that alone is a telltale sign that just they've been friends with this long that he must obviously be in love with her absolutely uh, i don't know i'm not sure okay listen absolutely. hey that's what we need to hear thank you so much for calling uh, you're welcome hey stacy good morning good morning do we tell her to do this does she need to do it or do we talk her out of it you know definitely talk her out of it um my thing here is you know, if she realized that she loved him or was in love with him before he, you know, proposed to the new girl, maybe a little bit of a different story. But the fact that, you know, she magically feels different um, is a little bit of a red flag. Um, it, it seems almost like she doesn't want him to be happy, like, without her. Um, um, I just know it doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. I agree with you there. As far as the red flag, whether it's that situation or it's like, why does it take him being taken by somebody else to make you want him? Exactly, and that's why I don't really know, is she even really in love with him? You know right. what I mean? Right, versus that's like, are you just scared to lose him? Because, in general, yeah. because the relationship will change. change. That's exactly. a good, I, didn't even, I didn't actually think about that when she first told the story. That's a good point. Thank you for calling. Yeah, no worries. 410-583-1065. Hey, Mel from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Mel, do we need to talk her out of this, you think, or is this something she has to do just to make sure? She, that- she, has, she has to do it. Um, I... When I was younger, my I, I was engaged, and I went to call my best friend and asked him to be my man of honor mm-hmm. to stand up with me. And um, I was too late. His mom told me that he was deceased. Oh, my God. It is the biggest regret of my life that I never told him how I felt about him. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you, this uh, is, you were this... asking him to be in your wedding, engaged to a different man, and you regret not telling your best friend that you were actually in love with him? Yes. Wow. Okay. This honestly is pretty eye-opening because here's someone who literally lost the chance. Yeah. Like and, taken and away. And when it was gone, you know. Do Why did feel... you wait, though? Why did you never say anything? <laughs> young i was i was 20 years old and we thought that we had the rest of you know Damn. i had i had forever you know what yeah. i mean i didn't 
know that the last time I talked to him was going to be the last time I talked to him. We wrote, we were both in college, you know, we, we were living our lives in different states and we had plans to, you know, meet back up afterwards. Yeah. And, but it, he went missing and they, they found his body. I am, I am literally, first off, so sorry to hear that. So I, I can't imagine how hard that had to have been, but honestly, like, this call to me, at least, super eye-opening. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. this is someone that was in a spot like that. Yeah, doesn't get any more opportunities to do that. You yeah. know, so I listen again. So sorry for your loss, but thank you so much for calling with that story today. Yeah, no problem. Hey, anonymous. Yeah. So, does that any of that advice help? I don't know. I mean, I just feel that if I don't do something, I'm gonna lose him forever. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. You, do you think that maybe you just might? need some more time to think it over before you call him right now. I'm not trying to like change your mind. I just feel like you should take some time to think about it before you make a decision. Yeah. I would think it over. I think that's probably the best bet because I mean, now you some of the time like you hear advice and you're like, ah, but then like it sinks in like 24 hours later. Dang, they're right. Um, so here's what we do with this segment is that we obviously we're, we're nosy and we just kind of want to find out how these things go. Could you call us back on Monday at 8.20, like when we started this segment today, and just kind of tell us what you decided to do, like if you actually do want to go forward with it or not? I think we'd all be kind of curious to find out. Even if you don't do it, we still kind of want to know How what you're happened. doing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure, I will, yeah. Now, now. now. of three Baltimore firefighters and injured a fourth earlier this week, and the community is looking for ways to support their families. A vacant row home partially collapsed, trapping uh, four firefighters inside. Three fire service members died, Lieutenant Paul Buttram and firefighters paramedics Kenny Lacow and Kelsey Sadler. And a fourth EMT firefighter, John McCaster, remains hospitalized at shock trauma currently. And here is how you can help their families. The BCFD Foundation is accepting donations, and all the funds will provide financial support to the families of any BCFD firefighter or paramedic who suffers a serious injury or death. And a GoFundMe page has also been created as a joint effort between the Baltimore firefighters and fire officers to support the firefighters' family directly. And I posted those links to our Facebook page and our Instagram story. Just search Kramer and Jess if you would like to help. It's honestly what Baltimore does best. Mm-hmm. It's what we do best. On Just being here for two years now or a year and a half, like this city comes together so big when somebody else is in need. So let's do it again this time. Number two. Dare is taking aim at the HBO series Euphoria after season two just kicked off earlier this month, saying it glamorizes drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, violence, and other destructive behaviors among teenagers. Saying, quote, it's unfortunate that HBO, social media, and television program reviewers and paid advertising have chosen to refer to the show as groundbreaking. And they're adding, quote, we would welcome the opportunity for our team, including members of our high school aged youth advocacy board, to meet with individuals at HBO who are involved with producing Euphoria to present our concerns directly. Uh, okay, so I've only watched a couple episodes of the first season. I really, I'm really into it. One of the shows you watch, like, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. You never do, you know? Yeah, but it, like the show has definitely it? taken over social media and it's kind of like the biggest thing right now. I've seen a couple episodes personally. It's not my thing just because it's too heavy for me, yeah. but I do know that, I mean, obviously it's 
it is a critically acclaimed show. And Garage Boy and I were talking about this yesterday of like, where's the line of this being, you know, a television series versus it's glorifying something else. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, and this, you know, this is, I don't do drugs or anything. And like, but still, I think that we can't sit here and act like those kind of things don't happen. I don't know that it glorifies it per se, but even I so, I feel like you've got to police yourself and knowing what's the right thing to do, what the wrong thing to do. Like, don't watch, don't let your seven-year-old child watch well, the show. Well, that's what I mean. Garage yeah. Boy and I were talking about it yesterday, and I think it's the access that's different. Like, Sopranos is, goes down in history as one of the best shows of all time, but okay. like, what was that about? Right. You know it's, what I mean? It's true. Good point. Alright. Number one. In case you were wondering, emo is certainly not dead. And now grown-up emos can set sail on a sea of tears on the Emo's Not Dead cruise. The cruise will be out of Los Angeles and go to Mexico from November 8th through the 12th. Dashboard Confessional, Newfound Glory, and Under Oath are headlining. Other performers include Plain White Tees, Yellow Card, Hey Monday, Cassidy Pope, and more. Pricing hasn't been announced just yet, but pre-sale starts today at emosnotdead.com, and the general sale is this Friday at 12 p.m. I mean, I don't know what this trend is, but I'm all about it. Now we have this. We, you know, when we were young, festival lineup just got announced. I'm here it's for it. It's kind of coming back, isn't it? Like, just all the throwback emo bands coming together, just trying to lift us up, but make us cry at the same time. It's like they know we needed them. We need you know, them. We, we needed to go back to our middle school and high school days, of yeah. being, the angst, totally. just to, like, get us out of... The reality of yeah. 2022, you know? This is Jess, and that was your top three. That's cool. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.